So our topic today is, does it matter how you share the gospel? Does it matter? Good question. We're going to look at it um, through an illustration. We're going to look at it from Scripture. And then we're going to look at it from the eyes of Adventist World Radio. So hang on to your seats. And we're going to address the question, does it matter? But I, but I need some help, though to get some people at the table. So I'm wondering, if you have a March birthday, if you have a March birthday, you're invited to the, come up. Anyone here? I know Stephanie has a March birthday, but she's going to be on the piano, so <clears throat> she's not going to be able to come up. Anyone brave enough if you have a March birthday? Oh, Esther, that's right. Esther, I saw that on the birthday thing. Come on up, Esther. We, we, we could. Oh, come on. Yes, Esther. She's just uh, 19 yesterday. That's great. And, okay, so I know that there's some February birthdays. I know that Isaac has a February birthday. Glenn, you have a February birthday. Oh, I'm val- Come on up. Come on up. We didn't get to celebrate Glenn's birthday on Valentine's. So take a seat at the table. Take a seat at the table. <clears throat> Is there any other Valentine's? I mean, February birthdays? Got to be more than just three. We got to get three more people up here. Let's try this. Anyone else? Uh, let's see here. April birthday. That's coming up. I know I have a birthday in April, but I'm presenting. So there's some other April birthdays. Is there another April birthday? I'm trying to think. Okay, let's see. Is there three volunteers? <laughs> We've got to have three more volunteers. Let's see. Or should I just pick somebody? Who's a brave soul? Sarah, are you a brave soul? Oh, awesome. Both of you, come on up. We need one more. All right. Okay. All right, so um, we're going we're gonna to celebrate some birthdays, even though if they weren't, um, like right now, we're still going to celebrate. Now, this, this is an illustration, so just pay attention, okay? So happy birthday, everybody. We got some birthday cake, but I, I, I need, we, have, we don't have a birthday cake. Oh, I know. I can get this one. Where did it go? Oh, it's right here. All right. We got birthday candy. Paul, where's Paul Hafner? Where's Paul Hafner? I need Paul. Oh, yeah. Paul just came in from cleaning the chicken pen. Well, those really big chicken pens. And uh, let's see. Did you bring a knife? Did you bring a knife? Where's your rubber gloves? I don't, there's no rubber gloves. No knife. Oh. Does, it ma- does it matter? Does it matter? No, no, those been, those been, oh, look at there, man. Oh, gross. He, no, no hand sanitizer? Well, I don't have anything to serve it with. We don't have any, but here, I'll hold it and you serve it, okay? Come on over here. I'll hold it, you serve it. Why don't you start with Isaac? Yeah, just reach in there and grab some cake and give that to Isaac. There you go, Isaac, yeah. Here, there you go. Yeah. Antonio, we'll give some to Antonio. Let's come around here. Good job. Yeah, I talked to Paul last night. He was driving up from. Oregon after cleaning a bunch of chicken stuff. He said, I got perfect gloves for today. <laughs> All right, we come around here. We can we can serve these. We can serve. And uh Yeah, these gloves are clean. <laughs> yeah, he said these go ahead, just yeah, just I think I got the flies off it. Kim was left it uncovered at home. We got the oh, there's some product now. Oh good, good, good. All right, so while we keep going, feel free to just eat whatever you want there. There, good. Um, here, the rest. Yeah, I'll just put it right here. 
There. There. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You guys want some cake? You want some cake? We can get you some more cake. There's some here in the middle of the table. Uh, but Isaac's being a brave guy right now. Okay. Well, okay, you don't have to eat that. Here, Paul, help me out with this. Let's, let's start over. Let's try this. Where's, yeah, Stephanie's at the piano. Okay. So um, just stay here. Birthday people, just stay here. Paul's going to take care of it. Now, we didn't sing happy birthday. That's part of the problem. We didn't sing happy birthday, okay? So we'll just say happy birthday, everybody. Okay? So Stephanie starts off with happy birthday. Ready? Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday to you. All right. That's better. That got us started. Let's see if we can. Oh, look at these ladies. LaVon is here and Kim is here. And they found they found a cake. I think this is a double dark chocolate. Oh, you got gloves. Where's Paul's gloves? Oh, you got the right kind of gloves. Good. See how see how nice that is? Very nice. Oh, look at this. And this is what kind of cake? Is this double chocolate? With Snickers on top and Reese's Pieces around there. Has plenty of, oh, look at this. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, look at this. We got some plates and we got napkins. <laughs> Is it your birthday? Ah. Oh. <laughs> It's Rick's birthday. Rick wants to get up here and have a piece of this birthday cake. Oh, look at this. LeVon's even cutting it with a knife, a clean, sanitized knife. <clears throat> oh. Look at there. All right. Now, you do have permission to sit up here and eat the cake. I prefer you eat it up here than take it back to your seat. So it, it is something for you to enjoy. And we should just give them a round of applause. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Very good. Does it make a difference how you share the gospel? <laughs> Someone texting Roger. I just got a text from Roger this morning. <laughs> he said, I'm a February birthday. <laughs> Come on, Roger, you got to fly back with your helicopter. Just land out here, right here, right. Way to go, Roger. I love it. That is so cool. So, yeah, you're welcome to just eat the eat your chocolate cake. Um, Amriel, can you advance the slide for us, please? All right. So in the Bible... Um, I'm going to try to catch up with our, there it is. The Bible clearly tells us that we have a job, we have the responsibility to share the gospel with um, others. Whoops. Amriel, I'm going to try to take over for a minute, but it's not working, so hang on there with me, okay? 
and we did our happy birthday, and uh, <laughs> just, it, I love it, have you guys just eat that cake. Anyone get hungry, there'll be some leftovers. Is there half a po- cake left over? There's half a cake left over. All right, so when we come to the scriptures now, let's take a look at uh, Matthew 9, 9 to 13. And it says, Jesus passed on from there. He saw a man called Matthew sitting at his tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. Okay, we're going to watch. Um, let's see here. Oops. Oh, yeah, we got, we got to keep reading here. i got to catch up with myself. So then, as Jesus reclined at the table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard it, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, but those who are sick, go and learn what this says. He quotes from out of Hosea, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. We live in the same world, Matthew. Next, besides, what else are you going to do with a mind like yours? Matthew. Matthew, son of Alphaeus. Yes. Follow me. Me? <laughs> yes, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what are you doing? You want me to join you? Keep moving, street preacher. Do you have any idea what this guy's done? Do you even know him? Yes. Listen, I said to... What are you doing? Where do you think you're going, guys? Let me go. Have you lost your mind? You have money. Quintus protects you. No Jew lives as good as you. You're going to throw it all away. you either. But this is different. I'm not a tax collector. Get used to different. I'm glad we passed by your booth today, Matthew. Yes. Shall we? 
We have a celebration to prepare for. You will regret this, Matthew. What's the tablet for? I grabbed it without thinking. You can put it back. No, no, keep it. You may yet find use for it. Where are we going? A dinner party. I'm not welcome at dinner parties. Well, that's not going to be a problem tonight. You're the host. Oh, amen. Does it matter how we share the gospel? You just think of that story, and in that crowd, right standing behind Matthew, is Mary of Magdala. And by the time you come to the feast, later in the clip, <clears throat> there's a number of people from the Red Quarter, and Jesus and his disciples are sharing a meal with those that the Pharisees and other religious leaders had a hard time even acknowledging. Does it matter how we share the gospel? <clears throat> Take a look at this story in Mark. Now this is an interesting story, because <clears throat> Jesus and his disciples were trying to get away and have some just guy time. So they decide to get in the boat and go across the sea, and they come across the sea, and they are greeted. Now, in, in Mark, it says a demon-possessed man. Matthew and Luke say it's two people, and that's okay. That's really not the point of the story. So let's catch up with it here. And he was, oh, and at, uh, I guess I put up the end of the story there. So they spent the day with this demoniac. He was not clothed. He was in chains. He was a mess. And at the end of the day, he's in his right mind. It had been a, an incredible experience. People, the, you know, had, the demons had come out and gone into the pigs and run off the cliff. And the people in the community were saying, you know, you need to get out of here. So Jesus is getting ready to get in the boat. This is where we pick it up. And the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. That's, that's a good request. Right? You just had this hellacious life. And it's ended in disaster. You're at the end of your rope, at the, actually the end of your chain in this case. And Jesus has set you free and you've been able to spend the last six hours in sanity and joy and got cleaned up and got some extra clothes the disciples had in the boat. <clears throat> and now he's getting ready to leave, be natural to want to go with Jesus, right? And Jesus says, did not permit him, but said to him, Go to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done, and everyone marveled. We're going to take a look at chapter 7 of Mark because the story becomes incredible. The, the Decapolis were a series of ten cities, Gentile cities. And this guy had spent six hours with Jesus. And for the next who knows how many months, he shares all over the Decapolis what Jesus had done for him. 
I'm guessing he was known all over Decapolis. I'm guessing he was known all over Decapolis. Just like when it says Mary, not, not Mary, but see, Mary of Magdala, Mary is referred to a woman of a particular city. So she was a prostitute in a particular city called Magdala. Okay? But the woman at Sychar is called the woman of Samaria. And had five husbands. And was living with the sixth guy. I'm just guessing because the scripture said woman of Samaria, that she was known all over Samaria. She happened to be at Sychar at that particular time that had the interaction with Jesus. Ah, but look at uh, chapter 7. In verse 24, it says, From there he arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon. So he had left Galilee (coughs) and Judea and gone out to the Mediterranean Sea, where Tyre and Sidon are at. And he'd been ministering out there, met the Syrophoenician woman. It's really great. And then verse 31, again, departing from the region of Tyre and Sidon, he came through the midst of the region of Decapolis. Look at this. To the Sea of Galilee. So he's coming back, and he's going through this region of ten cities. And they started bringing the deaf and and the lame. and He brought all these people to him, and he began to heal them. Well, chapter 8 is the story of feeding how many people? 4,000. We're going to hear about some miracles with Adventist World Radio here in a little bit. But look at this miracle. One dude, or maybe two, who'd been wrapped in chains, <coughs> who'd been set free by Jesus and spent six or seven hours with Jesus, were sent to tell their story. And after telling their story, Jesus comes back through there, miracles are happening, and people are flocking. Instead of kicking Jesus out because the pigs ran off the cliff, they're flocking to Jesus to hear the message and to be healed by him. Does it make a difference how we share the gospel? Here's another little clip. Shalom. Me. <coughs> yes. Shalom. I have a question for you. For me. I don't have many answers, but I'm listening. Do you want to be healed? Who are you? We'll get to that later. But my question remains. Will you take me to the water? Look, I'm having a really bad day. You've been having a bad day for a long time. So 
Sohn? Sir, I have no one to help me into the water when it's stirred up. And when I do get close, the others step down in front of me. And so... Look at me. Look at me. That's not what I asked. I'm not asking you about who's helping you or who's not helping or who's getting in your way. I'm asking about you. <laughs> I've tried. For a long time, I know. And you don't want false hope again, I understand. But this pool, it has nothing for you. It means nothing. And you know it. But you're still here. Why? I don't know. You don't need this pool. You only need me. So, do you want to be healed? Free to walk, like he said. Don't forget your bed. Why does this matter? Because you're not coming back here. That life is over. Everything changes now. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> All right, we'll give you a couple minutes if you want to get next to somebody and talk about, discuss, or you can jump on the chat line if you're online or text me like Roger did earlier. Does it matter how you share the gospel? Three minutes. Get with somebody and, and talk about, does it matter how you share the gospel?
about one more minute. <clears throat> Does it matter how you share the gospel? We're going to uh, <clears throat> show a clip. Our next clip will be Advanced World Radio. And uh, Roger is here. He'll share with us after the clip a little bit from Advanced World Radio. But we have, <clears throat> you know, we get the joy of serving in our local community. And we get the joy of sharing through offering <clears throat> uh, with Advanced World Radio and other ministries around the world in their endeavor to share Jesus and the gospel with people in very dark places. And uh, this video shares a little bit of that. Roger's going to tell some stories and actually talk a little bit about what's happening in Ukraine right now. <clears throat> Does it matter how we share the gospel? Will bloodlust rule their lives and the lives of their children? Watch and see how AWR pierced their hearts more powerfully than any bullet ever could. This is AWR 360. Adventist World Radio launched in 1971 with the goal of broadcasting the gospel globally. As technology evolved, so did AWR's expanding methods of reaching the masses, including shortwave radio, God pods, cell phone evangelism, and successful meetings on YouTube that recently received more than 10 million views and over 100,000 baptisms. Today's global annual offering update is about how the gospel just changed the face of an entire country. In 2017, AWR initiated new radio broadcasts, multiple evangelistic meetings, and free healthcare clinics on the island of Mindoro, Philippines. But then something unprecedented happened. A major terrorist organization, the New People's Army, began to listen to our programs. One of the NPA generals boldly summoned our radio broadcaster up to their hidden camp to teach them more about Jesus. Over the next three years, hundreds of rebels surrendered their weapons and were baptized. AWR allied with the Philippine government to negotiate an official surrender of the New People's Army to end the 50-year war of bloodshed. Fast forward to May 2021, AWR hosted a week-long Bible study where former rebels examined Bible truths alongside the military soldiers. These men and women were once fierce enemies and now were Bible study partners. Through the healing power of the Holy Spirit, both sides requested forgiveness and baptism. Next, in November 2021, the President of the Philippines granted AWR President Dwayne McKee and President Ted Wilson special permission to enter the country. Additional evangelistic endeavors reached its zenith point on Sabbath morning. Both the NPA terrorists and high-ranking military soldiers flooded the baptismal waters together. 700 of these adversaries went down into the watery grave as killers and came up out of the waters embracing each other in the love of Jesus. The story does not end there because these former rebels pledged to each one reach one, and they did. They have already brought 700 more souls to Jesus in the last three months by preaching their own evangelistic series. AWR asks for your prayers and financial support as we broadcast the three angels' messages to the world. God is reaching those that society has cast off. With your help, together, we will prepare multitudes for Jesus' soon coming.
From broadcast to baptism, this is AWR 360.